welcome to Mediterranean Sustainability Partners. I'm your host, Ellen Wasalina. This is a very special episode of the podcast. It is my written speech prepared for a recent EU Green event in Brussels on June 7 at the Press Club on how to prepare and train our youth for the green transition. Thank you for tuning in to Mediterranean Sustainability Partners in 65 countries and five continents in English and French. Thank you, Sherry Peck, for your kind invitation to speak today at this timely event entitled Skills for the Green Transition, Challenges, Opportunities, and Best Practices for the Youth. Having just spoken in Istanbul on the kind invitation of the Directorate of Communications of the Presidency of Turkey, where my speech was entitled The Implications of Climate Change on Global Security, this is an opportunity to follow through with some of the things I have been working on in the last decade or so. Since 2007, such as being Director of an International Training Center of 40 Trainers, Director of Environment and Sustainability of a French City, 2008 to 2011, president and founder of a think tank, 2011 to 2018, adjunct professor in Parisian business schools, 2011 to 2016, and then 2021 to present, senior Europe aid expert in business and training to Algeria, 2014 to 2015, executive trainings and trade missions in Washington, D.C., 2017 to 2020. And finally, and most recently, I am the founder and president of the Trocadero Reform Institute 2022, which aims to train the next generation of leaders in sustainable leadership and diplomacy. My biggest worry is that we are facing a new Cold War based on energy in a race to save our planet. While this is certainly a very noble and necessary goal, it will once again divide our world into those countries which have the technology to transition and those which do not. Not only do they now need to transform how they produce and use fossil fuels, they also need to transform their entire economies and invest in R&D to create new industries, new cars, new digital technologies, which will inevitably result in new geopolitical security challenges. Because of climate change, and we already saw this in my think tank's report in 2015 to the French Defense Ministry, the current estimates stand at 21.5 million people per year, or 1.2 billion climate refugees by 2050, who will be displaced by climate change as agricultural crop patterns evolve, resulting in famine and starvation, which will ultimately destabilize entire nations, regions, Not only will young people be leaving their homeland because of a lack of food or jobs, they will also be leaving a vacuum, creating a brain drain, particularly a scientific and economic one because of wars, leaving governments and companies scrambling to attract and retain the best talent. As an adjunct professor in several Parisian business schools since 2011, 
and also from my perspective as a senior expert to the Europe Aid Consortium in 2014 and 2015, to revise a scientific master's degree in energy and petrology to a master pro in energy, hydrology, mines, and environment in Tlemcen, Algeria, I saw firsthand the importance of transforming education to ensure that no one is left behind. Imagine going into a university and having no Wi-Fi, no computer rooms to do our coursework. It was a big challenge, and I personally appealed to the rector to get us Wi-Fi and computers for our special cohort, and he got them for us. It was also my work as director of a team of multilingual trainers of a tertiary training school in the Oise region of France in 2007, where all the factories were being shuttered and moving east, leaving many older employees the choice of retraining and moving to the new site or taking an early retirement package. At that time, an employee had 20 hours of training a year and would lose those hours if he or she did not use them in the calendar year. Now I believe that no one no longer loses those hours, but has the possibility to use them throughout their career, particularly when one is in a period of transition or job search or unemployment. What I have noticed over the years, and particularly since my work in Algeria, that the curriculum is not adapting fast enough as our economy and technology changes. We have had useful reforms in the education sector, in France, for example, where I have spent my entire career and raised two boys in the French education system. But I do not feel that the curriculum today is best adapted to the emerging green economy and its demands on our young people. Now, young people can do an apprenticeship on apprentissage, as my younger son did. After his two-year diploma, Bac plus deux, he opted for bachelor in logistics in alternance. He went to school two weeks and worked in a company two weeks, which better prepared him for working in a company, getting the theory and the practice in one year. And we saw with the COVID pandemic, we realized the importance of possessing digital skills and being able to work from home and use a digital platform. However, many older adults have not had the proper training and are not at ease with using a computer, an app, or Teams or Zoom. The way which our world is moving to more remote or digital work at home or anywhere in the world, global nomads as they're called, we should be prepared to train employees to use a digital suite of tools. Not only do these tools use less paper, they also use less time consuming and redundant work. So have we come full circle to 2007, when I was retraining executives and managers for new post-factory jobs? This is one of the main reasons I founded the Trocadero Forum Institute, to train the next generation of leaders and current executives and managers in sustainable leadership and diplomacy. We at the Trocadero Forum Institute have the ambition to train a new generation of leaders, putting sustainability at the heart of all management decisions teaching our young people to learn new principles and concepts of sustainability and economic social governance, or ESG, to embrace the inherently important role of technology, 
and finally to instill and encourage an entrepreneurial culture by facilitating geographic mobility inside and outside the country. Here are some concrete examples of how to help young people develop green skills, anticipating the customer's needs for sustainable or green products and services. Number one, Sustainable Business and Global Innovations course. It is an introduction to economic social governance or ESG and how businesses are learning to invest to increase value and reduce risks through ESG investments and develop and implement a new sustainable business model. Number two, innovation strategies. How do we make innovations happen in a company? Three, energy management systems or EMS, integrating and using digital technologies in a company and takes them through the step-by-step -step process. Number four, retail strategies and digital marketing strategies. Here are some concepts and use of digital tools and technologies through the prism of sustainability. And finally, number five, sustainable alternative business models. Here is where I start with a value proposition and business model Canva as an exercise based on a sustainable business idea, which must address new societal and economic demands in a tra transition towards a green, sustainable, and inclusive society. I would like to conclude with a comment on AI or artificial intelligence. There has been a lot of discussion around this very quickly advancing technology. I have seen my students using ChatGPT in their class when I ask them to do an exercise. For example, instead of trying to think through the problem for themselves. I am afraid that this or future generations will not develop critical thinking skills and just go on one of these platforms and ask it to give them the answer. However, there are some benefits, particularly as concerns climate change. In a recent article written by Mark Minovich in Forbes, he said that the G7 nations recognize the potential of AI to address complex challenges like climate change and sustainability using AI-driven climate models and data analysis, which can provide insights into climate patterns and help predict and manage disasters. Thank you.